What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? This is the DeMarie Group here to talk to you about the Brick by Brick podcast with Antonio T. Smith Jr. and Tempest S. Smith. The Brick by Brick podcast is an amazing podcast that two CEOs come together in pure authenticity and transparency and they give you brick by brick how they built their company, the struggles they went through, how they made it through, and everything else that's happening in between from then to now. And they also, with their authenticity and transparency, make it relatable to you as the entrepreneur. Want to know the struggles and the triumphs of building a business? You better check out Brick by Brick. With Antonio T. Smith Jr. and Tempest S. Smith. You can plant better. You can dominate. Thank you for joining us for the Brick by Brick podcast this evening. I would like to introduce our wonderful CEOs, the beautiful Miss Tempest S. Smith and the masterful Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr. I'll take masterful. I was going to say, I got to get some, I need an adjective somewhere. Cool. Tempest is on you. Ooh, you Hi, look real. You look. You look real cultural. You I told yeah. you yesterday. <laughs> we had this conversation yesterday. I was not Tell them what you did. Twisting, not. I washed and twisted my hair last night, and it's not dry. <laughs> and I'm certainly not about to take it down because that leads to chaos tomorrow morning when I need my hair on point. So yeah, I do that. understand. I do understand, and apparently, you know what? I'm a man. I don't understand what it's like to have your hand up here for five hours. So I don't. I apologize. I apologize. Oh yeah, Law does. He's got the yeah. He's got the dreads. He does. All right. I'm sorry. Continue, please, ma'am. Continue. I got questions for you today, too. Oh, great. So, uh, hi everyone. Welcome to Brick by Brick podcast with Antonio T. Smith Jr. and myself, Tempest S. Smith. I have been neglecting to say this for the past couple of weeks. Antonio is on camera showing his muscles. I don't know why. Ain't nobody said nothing about muscles, biceps, nothing like that. But for the past couple of weeks, I haven't asked you all to do something. If you're listening to me, really, if you're listening to me on any platform, please, please, please subscribe. Please rate us. Please share this with a friend, with a colleague, with a family member, whatever. We are always top ranked, but we want to go for that number one spot. So please help us, help us, help you subscribe. Are you doing the Beyonce single lady? Is that what that was? It's, it's the whole all dance, the first lady. of all. all the, okay. it's, it's not the finger, it's the whole dance. Okay, thank I'm you. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, so since Antonio is being Antonio, how are you today with your one finger? You're doing, doing the beehive, a disgrace. We're about to ban you from yes, the beehive. I know. Because I know. This I know. Is, what's I, this? Shame on me. I saw a 
post on Facebook just today. It said, Queen Beyonce meets Princess Megan for the first time. And I just got a real kick out of that. I really did. The Beehive plays no games. Megan, you cute and all. You got you a little British prince and all, but that's still the queen. I, I just, you know, <laughs> I thought that was too much. But anywho, back to you, Mrs. Beehive. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am a member of Beehive. Before we get started, started, two announcements that ain't got nothing to do with nothing, but they are important. First of all, well, we're recording this in July. The Lion King comes out on Friday. I need y'all to go see it. Yes, that's my favorite movie ever. I have high expectations for this remake, and they better not disappoint. First of all, that's the day you. before something important. That's the day before I'm coming. Something I'm, I'm coming okay. today. Work your way there. Work your way there. Work your way there. Well, I say he, he wasn't a fan of the Lion King, Lou. Oh, oh my God. God. He's just like a cool boy. Law? <laughs> God. You just, you just, oh my, Law. Bambi? <laughs> Bambi. <laughs> okay, Bambi was good. Well, how, you ain't Bambi that old, though. How would you possibly see Bambi? Come on. There's no way you saw, I was five or something when Bambi came out. Uh, anyway, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> that was sad, though. Bambi, they had me messed up. But anyway. Yes, both movies have you messed up. But with Law, I can't even talk to you right now. I'll come back to you. <laughs> that, wow. I wasn't a fan. Wow. Wow. But anyway, that comes out Friday. Everybody except Law, I guess you can go see it. Uh, then the next day, July 20th, is someone's birthday by the name of Antonio Theodore Smith Jr. <laughs> How old are you like to be? 38. No, 38. no, no, no. I'll be 38. 38. I'll be 38. And I just said off the mic to them, I had no idea my birthday was actually that close until you brought it up. 38. A little still wet behind the ears. Yes, you are. That's, my, that's, that's what my auntie would say. And she'd say, use your hair for more than the hat rack. But, you know, she had some, she had some Texas sayings. You know, you understand. Maybe. I got some questions. Um, I got some fire questions, too. Okay. First of all, we're trying to celebrate your birthday. Can you pause oh. and accept that with your 38-year-old self? That's right. That's right. Fine wine. That's it. I can't wait till I get some look. Yeah, yeah. Can, you can't see me on audible. When I get some gray right here, y'all. Ooh, it's going down. It's going down. I might not. I might not wear a shirt no more. Soon as I get one of them gray, gray beards right there, I'm gonna take my shirt off forever. That's it. I'm gonna just tattoo the company name right here. That'd be my uniform right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like law with spandex all day. That's it. <laughs> uh man, you doing too much today, Tempest. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. Yes. 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 Anyways, you ready to get started? Because you're just doing too much. You're just doing too much. Yeah, you're doing too much. And I will um yeah, I'll veto that whole 
shirtless movement you trying to move to? No. No. Veto? Okay. Yep. No problem. All right. All right. All right. So we run the last round of our competition. Can I start my question out? You got questions for me? Wow. I didn't even say what the topic was, but since you said oh. it's sure. Oops. So tell me what Don't. the topic is then. Well, today's topic is running laps around our your competition, right? That's something that we do often. Actually, it makes us a lot of money. And I'm going to be quiet. Tempest, this is what you do. Let me just sit here. You just said you have questions, so you might as well. Oh, I do. I do. I do. All right. I do. So we run a laps around competition. And Tempest is an administrative professional. She is an Uber introvert way past introvert quiet of the personality often slept on and she uses that to her advantage as well my i have three immediate questions and i guess uh actually the other ones number one and is this when did you start intentionally emphasis on intentionally running laps around your competition like me personally? Yes. Intentionally. In business, obviously. Um, I would say maybe like two years ago. Okay. I'm glad you said that because that's why I asked that question. Now, she started this business with me, I don't know, in 2011 is when she started with me. I had already had it started. Okay, 2011. But it took her into 2017 to intentionally decide other people don't belong around her. Yeah, see, I just made a strong point right there, right? I just made a real strong point. It took, it took it's two years ago, but it took five years to get to the point where she said, you know what? I'm tired of competing with y'all. I'm going to lap you. Tempest. My next question is obvious because I got it written down. Why? What got you in that mental space that made you say, y'all don't get to act like y'all compete with me another day? <laughs> okay, so I don't know what happened. I just know I turned 30. And once I turned 30, something happened in me. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not sleeping on myself anymore. So it's time to wake up. So I turned 30 and my, I guess my confidence or my arrogance just went through the roof, not through the roof, but much higher than what it was. And I stopped playing it safe and stopped um, shining behind who I am. No, that's fair. I mean, at 30, you're, you're young enough to be stupid. At 40, you're young enough to be stupid. You get to take all the, if y'all don't know that, you get to take, until you're 45, you can take all the risks you want to take, honestly. You really can. With modern medicine, 45 is below middle age or right at middle age. It really is. It really is. How many of you are under 40 and you think you're behind? Come on, don't lie. <laughs> no head flew up fast. You can't be behind. It just doesn't happen. We all know statistically through data, and this is just this is one of those statistics that permeated pop culture. We all know most millionaires don't become millionaires until after forty anyway. 
We know this. We know this. But we get. I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it more personal way. How many of you? I'm gonna describe a real situation. This was me, by the way. You get out the army. You're a loser. It's a shell shock. And you meet one of your classmates, and she got a master's. And you at the corner store with $27, praying over your card that it actually go through and don't embarrass you. And you went, man, I should have went to school just like her. That should have been me. Come on, don't fool me now. Now I said on the mic, say it on the mic, say it on the mic. I wasn't in the army, but I'm the oldest of my grandmother's grandchildren. And when all my cousins, my younger cousins started popping up, graduating with their degrees and, you know, getting married and having kids. And I'm sitting over here, <laughs> childless and degreeless. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm a little behind. I'm old. And I'm not the oldest by like one or two years. It's like five, six, ten years between us. So I'm sitting here like, wait a minute. And I've come across friends who's like, you know, I have my master's and I'm da 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 You know, got me a place over here and it does downtown Houston. Got me a little condo in Montrose area and all this and all that. And I'm sitting there like, oh, the guy, girl, that's good. These down the side. I'm like, damn, you should have went to school. <laughs> 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 so, so, yeah, I've, I've experienced that. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Campus actually kind of went through this. And so did I. I'll give you another example. But Tip has got over it. Tip is, I'm the world is dying to know how did you get over it? And how did you find peace with not being that type of successful? So transparency, I don't think I'm over it now. I just think I handle it better. Because every once in a while, you know, that voice gives me like, man, I should have had you know, this degree and that degree, I should have, you know, my own place and I should have this much money in the bank and yada, yada, yada. So every once in a while, I still have that, especially, especially right now in the season I'm in right now. Um, but so I'm not over it completely. I just understand that this was my journey and my journey didn't have to look like what the traditional journey looks like and if it comes great but it seems like life is leading me down my own path and i just learned to trust the process as crazy and as winding of a road that is i've learned to just accept what's happening well nobody can disagree with all that you're gonna be transparent you know and here i am on the polar opposite i've never given a crap ever. I just really haven't. There are two incidents in my entire life that I ever cared and it has nothing to do with caring. It had everything to do with the fact that I don't like people making me look stupid. That's it. It's a pure ego thing. And, 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 and to be honest with you, it's just a pure ego. It had nothing to do with the fact that I had $27. So what? It was mine. It was my $27. And I ain't really care nothing about this girl master. I ain't want to go to school anyway. I, I wound up going anyway, but I didn't want to go. I didn't care. I was the kind of person that I cared about using them purple, brown, and red food stamps for like one day. After that, 
I was good. I wasn't going to let you get in front of me. I was going to run that, get my egg rolls. And, you know, we had the hood store, you know. So anyway, yeah, you, you understand. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if y'all. In a Gehetto, where Gehetto people reside, we got hood stores. You understand, okay. You can get $5 to a bum, he'll get you some beer. You ain't got to worry about your ID. That's where I come from. I'm not talking about everybody. I'm just talking about where I come from. Like in Brooklyn, you understand. Anyway, 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 anyway. I didn't care. Second time, I was actually working at a car wash. I had just got the army. It was 2004. Of course, there was a there was a recession in 2000. If y'all don't know, there was a recession in 2004. I've been in business that long, so I know these things, right? It was a recession in 2004. I just got the army, and now I'm I'm hustling DVDs. I'm the bootleg DVD man. I, I run up on you at Walmart. Hey, 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 what's going on? Man, you want you want to catch what? That was me. I ain't lie. I ain't lied at all. I run up on you. I, I need I need to pay rent. Rent was seven twenty five every month. I had to burn I had to burn a certain amount of CDs and DVDs for that. This is what it was, right? And I met somebody, but I got a little side gig car wash only to buy some blank DVDs. I didn't want to use up my de- I didn't want to use up my supply for my supplier. It just made sense. And the dude wrote up on me and said, "Man, what happened to you? You had so much talent." And my brain, I went, "You mother, you know, you know something. I ain't like that. I ain't feel that. that. That wasn't in my spirit the right way. But I didn't care that I was at the car wash. I just cared that he made me look stupid. You, you know what I'm saying? Like that's you see, I'm on the opposite side." And I'm going to tell you where it comes from. I just have a core belief that I'll call an understanding. I don't want to make it to you all. I just think that I create my reality. And I can't be behind because I can do what I want, when I want, however I want to. So I can't, I can't be behind. I can't be 30 and behind. I saw somebody in chat say 40 behind. No. Because if I feel like I'm behind, I just create ahead. That's me. This is me speaking. So if I'm ever in anything, I always say my fault. That's me. I can never be behind when I take full responsibility. That's me. I'm not trying to put that on you. I'm just telling you I don't suffer with that concept only because I believe I create my own reality. Now, let's put it in the faith talk real quick. If you believe in any type of God and you believe that you are so supreme, mighty, and sovereign that the plan you had for you messed up the plan that your God had for you, you're probably doing your religion incorrectly. Back to you. <laughs> I won't go too far down that rabbit hole. <laughs> but I meant what I said. I meant what I said. First, when I was talking about me, and second, when I was showed up talking about you. I still got more questions. Okay. So I have to ask. So you're going to have to explain on that a little bit more because you can't see sure. that statement right there. What do you mean Which by part? you're doing your religion wrong? So I'm I'm well versed in the first I mean excuse me in the top six religions and by top six I mean by population 
by, by population. And then there's two more after that I'm, o- I'm okay with. Uh, once you get past Sikhism, I stop being an expert, okay? You're talking about Judaism, Islam, Christianity, Sikhism, Buddhism, and then uh, the one in India with multi gods. I can't remember the name of it right now. Hinduism. There we go. Okay. Hinduism. Experts and all those. There's a few afters. The top eight, I'm talking about population. And we, I know the, those who, people who relate to Christianity are 32% who, who not relate, who, who claim Christianity are 32%, who claim Islam is 33%. So there you go right there. You're holding more than half the world just right there. All these top eight religions, all of them have a supreme being, no matter what they call it, that says there is a supreme destiny. And no matter what you do, you can't mess up that supreme destiny for you. To Christianize that, since most of you relate to that, Jonah was going to preach one way or the other. He was going to do it willingly or he's going to get swallowed up in a big fish, preach in the belly, and then get spit out and do it unwillingly. Either way, he was going to preach. Right? It didn't, didn't, didn't matter. Now, my, I guess a more poetical way that, that would be like a, a tweetable way, tip of like Twitter, is if you're holding on to a religion, your God, well, anyway, I said anyway, but it won't, it won't apply. Sin doesn't work the same way in our religions. Your God has more love for you than you have sin for him or whatever you want to relate to your God as, right? You can't out-sin your purpose. Now, you may not get it in the conditions you want it. Right? You, you like, my, my pops has been in jail since I was 14, 13, 12, something like that. I don't even remember no more. It's been the 90s. It, it, 90s. Darkwing Duck was having new episodes on, on TV. That's how long. Gargoyles was out. Okay, way back then, Chippendale was running new episodes. That's how long he been in prison. And he's a pastor in there. Out here, they kept saying, ooh, yeah, man, you ooh, you got a call on you. Hey. Now he's doing what he could have did out here in abundance, doing it in there, right, and not abundance. Either way, while I like to create my own reality and don't really necessarily hold on to the fate of things, I will just say as concisely as possible, you can't be that powerful to where you mess up your life because you are the captain of said things. You either want exactly what you planted or there is a faith that says God can get you wherever you need to be, even if where you currently are is completely your fault. Did I explain that well enough, Tempest? 
Okay, cool. I still got more questions for you. Okay, she said, go ahead. Go ahead. Y'all, she always trying to get deep and stuff. Always trying to get deep. But here you are. I found Tempest on the back of a, well, she was in a hotel as the cashier, though. I was doing one of those multi-level marketing companies. You know, you have the hotel meetings on Saturdays at noon. Right. But I can't just say I popped in the hotel. I don't want y'all to think. <laughs> you got to finish the sentences. You know, you got to complete sentences. Make a difference, okay? So she's a cashier. But when I got to know her, she was sitting in the back of the church. Everyone underestimated her. She had all these gifts, and the church wasn't using them. That's not to say anything. The pastor was fantastic, still is fantastic. He's a great guy. But the system of her traditional type church won't let young people lead, new members lead, or quiet people lead. I wish I had somebody. Okay. I found her, recognized some talents. So my question to you, I can tell let's say I give some background. Tippis, how did you do it? You have these you have you have these talents that the church don't call talents, the regular people don't call talents. You can't sing, you don't, you know, I don't know, throw a football, you don't do math in your head like Grace does. None of Tempest's talents are loud. Can anybody relate to that? She is an administrative professional. Like, through and through. That's her gift. If it's got something to do with learning, she'll get it done. If you organization, she got an organization talent or organizational talent. All that, she can get it done. How do you do it? How did you do it, Tempest, with talents that don't necessarily get related to leadership? When you say, how did I do it, what's the it you're talking about? I'm sorry, about? The, the lapping your competition. Um, <laughs> oh, I want to hear only that. answer. <laughs> the only answer that popped in my head was I just did it. I stopped focusing on the loud leader. That that took a long time, right? I just said two years ago. I stopped focusing on the loud leaders. I stopped focusing on um, why so and so get all the attention and I'm doing all the work. I stopped worrying about. Um, recognition and just put my head down and went to work. Y'all hear that? So you mean you just you just got it done? I see. I knew you was gonna answer that question that way. So I got a harder one coming right after it. I'll read it word for word because I know you. You like to be short and concise. So I know you. Word for read it. Word it reads as like this: as an administrative professional. What tools do you use that non-administrative professionals don't know about or don't use to lap your competition? Y'all better write these down. Whatever she say, I don't even know what she say. <laughs> the thing is killing me. I was I was doing a little bouncy ball with the words. <laughs> what tools do I use? Yep, yep. What tools? Photoshop, memo pad. 
some software we don't know about. Give us the game. Okay, I can't say what they don't use because I don't know what other people use. I know that if it's something out there that I research and find out, oh, this can help my job or make my job easier, I go learn about it, become a master at it, and then go use it. So okay. I... So I guess my ultimate um, resource is YouTube because I, if I don't know something, that's where I first go to learn something. So I didn't know, right. like Mailchimp. Exactly, Law. I went to YouTube to learn about Mailchimp, and that's, how, that's exactly how I learned Mailchimp. I went to YouTube. Oh, and I yeah. also, now that you said that, um, sorry, Android users, but there's an app um, for Apple users called iTunes University. And, like, I scroll through there and take, like, the free courses that they have, even if, it, even if it's not directly related to anything that I do. If it interests me, I'll take a course just so I can learn something new. Hey, she's been doing that for a while. How long have you been doing that, Tippis? Using YouTube uh, to learn stuff. How long have I been using YouTube to learn stuff? Um, I've been using YouTube for before they were part of Google. Okay. The app there you on go. the thing was like a little TV, like an old school TV with the knobs. Like that's when I was um, on right. YouTube. Before most people was using it or heard of it. Yes, and they still dominate in. But I'm going to pull a whole lot out of it. 2011, you first met me. I was doing everything by myself. And you said what? Why are you doing everything if you hate doing administrative work? And then you did what with what tools to make my life easier from 2011 to 2012? First of all, I took over your calendar because you had it, but you were um, overbooking yourself every week. I'm terrible with that. Terrible. Yeah, you booking yourself to be in Gallatin and Houston at the same time and thank God it's only one of you so I didn't know how you were going to do that so I took that's about 60 miles away y'all depending on where you're at (laughs) (laughs) thank the Lord there's only one of you because I I would quit if it was a duplicate um so you organized my calendar somebody should be writing that down to use to lap your competition organize my calendars and I just sat down with you and asked you to tell me every single thing that you do. And I didn't have to ask you what you didn't like because your answers of the things you didn't like, you said it was great discuss. So those disgusting things that you didn't like just so happened to be things that I love. So I took your disgust and put them on my plate and let you do you. I did me. And then here we are today. Ooh, there's a paddle out there that need to hear that right there. Get you, get you, you know as fast as possible. <laughs> okay, no, not get attempted, but I do feel like I do feel like pastors um, shy away from help, and I get it because you don't want everybody that close to you, and you don't want everybody having access to you and your, you know, your calling. But if it's not your gift and it's not what God called you to do, how can you grow doing the opposite of what you were called? Well, that's fair. 
that's fair. Remind me to bring, remind me to pull more stuff out of Tempest when I'm going to say something. And I, I don't think that's a passion thing. I think that's an organizational structure thing. Or to add to that, because the you you have a few ways. Typically, in a religious organization, it's top to bottom, and of course, top very few people, or one person, then one person, then a board of people, or something, et cetera, et cetera. There's another organization that runs nearly exactly like the religious organization runs. It's almost one and the same, the Republican Party. The Republican Party is structured. I'm just talking about structure, okay? The Republican Party is structured. I wish I could draw it. Well, I can, but the Republican Party is structured with top, all right, two, and then boom, and then boom, and the lower you get, the less power you get. And you can't come, what's that, the op- you can't use no open door policy. If you use the open door policy, you better tell me you're going to use it. Come on, don't fool me now. Don't, don't fool me. They say, oh, you know what, Rebecca, it's the open door policy. You can just go up above me anytime you want. And then, but then I say, but you got to tell me when you want to use it. What? That's not open door. <laughs> and as soon as I say, hey, you know what, Antonio, I would like to use the open door policy. For what? No, 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 no that's not, right? You can't, no, no, no. I need to know what you're going up there for. Okay, he said that's the jar policy. <laughs> you get it? It's that thing. The Democrat, and I'm not saying one is better than the other. The Democratic Party seems to be like a circle, and it has uh, many advi- many advisors that can shoot ideas as fast as possible. Which what you would have is your corporations work the same way. Okay, your 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 new technical. Let's see, your companies that run technology or the cool companies, cool, Google, Apple, all that stuff, they run like the Democratic Party. The companies, the big companies that like oil and gas, they run like the Republican Party. Right? It's just one of those things. Now, I'm not saying Democratic Republican, you keep, this is not a political argument. I'm talking about the structures, right? And I think that it's hard to get an assistant because in a certain structure, I'm not going to let you talk anyway. And a certain structure is going to be do what I say. You don't run my calendar. I tell you what to put on my calendar. Military, military. But think about, yeah, but think of most military votes Republicans. Most tech companies vote Democrats. Or most most of your newer company, right? Your your technologically savvy companies vote Democrat. Most churches, believe it or not, vote Republican. Most military vote Republican. And I'm not telling you. I'm not even arguing for that. I'm just telling you the organized. You tend in psychology gravitate towards the organized organizational structure that fits you best. It's, it's the same principle. Well, let me not do that. Anywho, let me ask you some more questions. Let me not. I was going to go too far. Well, I was going to get not too far, but too deep, and it would have changed the trajectory of the episode. 
Check this now. That's 2011, 2012. You, you organized it. You got all that stuff. Then when you became part of the company, and I'm saying that on purpose. You hear me emphasize you? Because in the beginning, this is for you leaders. Temp, I said Tempest was a team member, but if you asked Tempest, she wouldn't have said she was a team member. Come on now. Right? Because, you know, all, all these are like, oh, I got a team. You ask the team, they're like, hey, we ain't no team. Don't nobody like each other around here, right? All that stuff. So it took about two years for her DNA to actually start affecting the company's DNA. Is that fair? Okay, cool. So 2012 from Lakewood to two years or to the Lakewood lasts about two years. So from Lakewood to after Lakewood or the end of Lakewood, what tools did you use, give, have, or do that made us start lapping people? And believe me, ladies and gentlemen, we were lapping people then. Broke. Internship uh, would be one tool. We got to use the internship <laughs> to get smarter. We use the yeah. internship to get smarter. Okay, keep. Um, I want to say around the time this is when we started doing email marketing, although we didn't really understand what we were doing. No. We were kind of sending out we like did a, it though. Uh, a newsletter every day with like made from words publisher. of encouragement and made yeah. a publisher. Wow! I started a blog and I yes. sent out an email. Yep, we were. And we, we were started your website. We learned. Started doing websites, learned how right? to build a website and started doing blogs. Had a Facebook page and didn't know what to do with it. Really, didn't know what to do with it. So we podcast or we started the podcast. podcast. We were some of the very first to start podcast. That was two thousand twelve ish. Yeah, and. I would say email marketing, podcast, social media. Well, Facebook at the time. So that's all that was popping yep, up. Yep, we were using social media. We were striking partnerships. We had a, we had a partnership with a food bank. Y'all hear these tools? This partnership? Okay. Partnership. Remember, all this is just Tempest side of things. We haven't even talked about my side. This is the Tempest administrative side of things. So if you are weak in administration, you might want to be listening or get you somebody that's gonna do it like her, okay? Got me an internship, she got that herself. She got it for me, sat in a two hour interview. Social media, we emailed, we had people sharing our email, our inspirational emails at, at their work. We had, we got into video, it, it was garbage. So it was garbage, law, it was, it was real bad. It was real, real bad. We didn't know a single thing about no angles. The oh, camera, no. only camera we could afford was $79. Okay. A $79 camera today is a good one. A $79 camera in 2012 was not a good one. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good one. Yeah, the battery not. wouldn't last long for nothing. Wow, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, so, and it had a poor zoom. Go ahead.
no, no, no. Yeah, it had for Zoom. It had a terrible mic. Terrible yeah. mic. You had to be you had to be up on people like this for the BHD. If I wasn't up on you like this, it wouldn't no HD. It wouldn't no HD at all. So we had to. So when we zoom in, because we how how likely are you? To just roll up on somebody and then say, wait a minute, audience, wait a minute. I know this your wedding and all, but I'm right here with the groom. Okay, you can't do that, right? You, you got to kind of zoom in. When we would zoom in with this $79 camera, it would get all pixelated. Now it was just garbage. So what we learned how to do is put filters to hide our, <laughs> hide our flaws. <laughs> we put all sorts of filters. We used to use the filters for Snapchat. <laughs> all sorts of filters on there. We learned how to do video editing at that time, too, Texas. We did. With we a did. PC. You, with a PC. It yeah, was with a not PC. that time. We was on oh, an no. HP no, we and money. an Acer. Struggling. Yeah. Yeah, that man, my Acer, let me tell you something. My <laughs> Acer was 325 $325. And that was my last. And that Acer lasted like nine years <laughs> with 50,000 viruses on it. That Acer, let me tell you, if y'all ever go buy Acer, I approve. That Acer did a wonderful, two Olympics that Acer lasted through. Two Olympics, I'm telling you. Man, Acer was $325 from Walmart. I needed every bit of that 325 too. We learned how to video edit them, all those tools. Can you think of anything else, Tempest? Um, trying to do all yours so we do mine. No. All right. Okay. Present from there to present. What what tools do we use present day that keep us left from your perspective? Um, people. We use wow. a team now. All right. Not just me right. and you. That's good. Team. Sales funnels. Oh, yeah. That's all um, we do is sales funnels. It's sales funnels everywhere. People don't even know they sales from them. CRM, well, yeah, well, CRMs, email marketing systems. What else? Oh, you know what we do? I know we've said this before in the business university, but we would <laughs> um, stalk our competitors' Facebook page and like mm -hmm. scroll through like their posts and read what their customers or what people were saying did not go right and we would come back and be like okay so how can we take this and make it right like mm -hmm. i think that's like our number one tool so i learned a lot from um i'm not gonna call your name but i learned a lot from people that we follow because they were not doing things or they were doing things and people were not um Happy. Yeah, yeah, they were not happy, so we started inserting ourselves and where they were weak at. I think that's like mm. the number one thing that that's we learned. Sure. Yeah, we do that for sure. So I'm posting in chat right now, like Eliza. If you're listening in Audible or in podcasts, it's like and then A and then L Y Z E R, com. I dare you to click it and see how well your Facebook page performs versus 
top Facebook pages. I dare you. We started using that 2014-ish. You know, don't necessarily use it anymore because we don't have to. But it is there. That's how we got this content thing together. Now, they're going to tell you post like four to six times a day. That's, I mean, a week. That's trash. That's trash. Don't do that. If you're resourceful, post four to six times a day. Okay? Do that. Do that. The only way you can get away with posting once a week is if you be Beyonce. Okay? If you're Beyonce, you can get away with it. But other than that, you cannot. Beyonce can drop an album with no advertising. Did it twice in a row. And go platinum. You probably can't do that. Okay? So don't do that. All right, Tiffany, questions for me? I, before that, I want to go back to that Beyonce thing. Because she posts mm-hmm. pictures and, like, don't post, like, a hashtag or a caption. And if you go on Twitter, like, people go bananas. Oh, my God, Beyonce just posted. Like, it's a real mm-hmm. phenomenon thing. And that's just great. That's the second time we've brought up Beyonce. So I'm starting to think that you are a Beyonce fan. <laughs> You know, when she wrote Cater to You, you know what I'm saying? I was with that. Because before that, it was just man bashing. You know, it was just all man bashing, how sorry I am. You no, know, Beyonce's the queen. I ain't mad at her. But I do I do fancy Cater to You. I do. I do. I do. And I do like the self-titled album she just snuck up on us on Instagram. You like Lemonade. That fit you very well, didn't it? Yes. All right. <laughs> Tim was listening to Living Day for eight months straight. Repeat. I stopped riding with her. I just said, yeah, buddy. I'm going to get in trouble if I get in this car. Yeah, buddy. I done did something. You know what? In a couple of years ago, oh, Lord. All right. All right, Beyonce. You got me. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. I've got plenty of things. One, most notably, but I'm going to see what you pull out. Okay, so Antonio, your, uh, how can I say, loud self-assurance, how do you even consider people to be your competition? I don't. I don't. I'm sorry, you keep going, though. I answered the question too fast. What is I don't, Alex, the 500? I'm sorry, keep going. Okay, so. You keep going. One, why? And then two, how are you running circles around competitors if you don't have any? First of all, first of all, because I don't have any, don't mean they don't think they're competing with me. Those are two different things. Okay? I don't have no competitors, but they think they are my competitors. You understand what I'm saying? Those are two different things. We are talking about that. Those are two different things, though. I don't think competition is wise. From an economic, if you're an economist, competition is very good. Good job to you. Thumbs up. If you are looking for, yes, because that'll make cheaper prices, yes? If you want to be a rock star entrepreneur or a millionaire, billionaire, competition is stupid. 
You need to expose your opponent's weakness and put them out of business. Period. Now, don't get mad because it sounds like that. Because please know, the cell phone camera put Kodak all out of business. To say something was a Kodak moment was a big deal. Now it's just an old person saying it. I mean, at this point, if you say that's a Kodak moment, you yeah, that's a that's an eighties baby or below. There ain't nobody else saying Kodak moment but us and y'all. Okay, ain't nobody else. Cause don't mean that no more. Because they slept on the cell phone. They slept on the quality of the camera because it was garbage. But they didn't think they was going to keep upgrading it. And then people got tired of carrying all them doggone bags. And them fanny fanny pouches went out of style. So I couldn't carry all that. And y'all purses got smaller and more expensive. Just like them diapers. <laughs> just like them diapers, yeah. <laughs> you ain't never bought no diapers. I, you know what? You a use a wise person, and you ain't never bought no diapers. Get wisdom on you. Get wisdom. Competition doesn't make sense. Monopolize as fast as possible. Monopolize so well that you get so much money that the government is scared to call you a monopoly. That's what you do. Please know Google is a monopoly. The government would be foolish. I saw uh, Elizabeth Warren wanted to come at Facebook. I saw it, it was like two months ago. She was saying Facebook's a monopoly and they wrong. Lady, if you, and you're going to say that on Facebook, watch yourself now for this monopoly. Cut your, cut your reach. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying they would. Legally, the lawyers of the ATSJR company would have me tell you legally Facebook would not do such a thing. Okay. Facebook would not do such a thing. Legally, I must tell you that. Please know that they have the power. Okay. I'm just saying. So why it just doesn't make sense. Now, competition or people who think they're my competition tend to be three sets of type of people. Okay. Person. Which one? What you want the worst one, Tempest? We're gonna do them in gradations. You want the most stupid, worst one first, or you want that last? Okay, I can't hear you. Tell got... people, we're not gonna tell anybody stupid. I said group, not people. Group. Not gonna call a group stupid. Okay, can't do that. All right then. Would well, you I'm like? Would you like better. it from a fill? Silliest? All right, silliest. There we go. The lost said world star. Okay, the silliest. You want the silliest first or last? Tell me how to do this order. Um, let's let them go first. People who want to fake a harvest but don't want to plant one. These people always think they are my competition, or even you. You know it. You come up with an idea, they steal it real quick, but they ain't get the work. Come on, don't fool me. I'm with a bunch of entrepreneurs right here. You told somebody about ice, but all of a sudden, you know, they got crushed ice sister or something. You understand? It, it just don't work. You told them about 30 days of complacency, 30 days of not being satisfied, of being too, you, you know, they ain't put in the work. They just listen to yourself and sold it. <laughs> 
That's the worst kind, but they always think they, let me tell you how they think they, they, they are, how do you fake a harvest? Fantastic. So, here is how you fake a harvest. And these people are, these people think they're your competition. You fake a harvest and they think they're your competition because they would never like your video, would never like your status, will never go into your event. But as soon as you see them, I've been seeing you doing your thing, Adonia, man. You're doing it real good. Now nah, that's real good. Now I've been watching you. No, I've been watching you, man. I'm, it's, it's, listen, you're doing your thing. Then you're going to spend with me, man. You're doing your thing, man. Everybody can't make money like you. You understand? That's the kind of people I'm talking about right now. You fake a harvest by buying a jogging suit so you look like you're working out instead of actually working out. See, we're in the land of consumerism now. People like me that say, you ain't got to work out. Just look like you work out. Why this jogger suit? Get them little shoes. Your workout shoes ain't got no toe lines there. No toe lines whatsoever. Okay? You see law coaching. So all of a sudden, you coaching. But you didn't do the work that law did to learn how to get clients. So all you doing is repackaging his company and putting it with another name and thinking people are going to buy into that. They're not going to do it. Y'all see Tim's laughing because you know this real thing. So I'm just, just, that's when you fake a harvest. Do you understand what I'm saying? You fake a harvest when you say, ooh, 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 Les Brown over there saying you got to be hungry. You got to be passionate, right? No, 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 right? You fake it. You fake it, right? Stop trying to sound like Les Brown. Stop it. Stop it. Just stop it. Okay? Less sound like less because less is less. He don't sound like less. He just talk that way. You don't have to motivate that way. You just don't. You just don't. That's when you only do the surface or superficiality of something, but you didn't do the work. It'll fall in two, two to three months. How many of y'all know somebody right now in your timeline They didn't did six different businesses or ideas in the last two years. Come on. <laughs> Law, Law got his hand up. Come on. Don't fool me now. Don't fool me. That's these people. That's these people. Six of them in the last two years. Okay, maybe you got four, but you get it, right? They just constantly switch it. They didn't, they're not going through the pain. These people always think they compete with you. They compete with you so tough like they won't like your status. I'm serious. They flat out won't like your status. Go ahead, Chris. You got your head up. I know he going to say something good. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> I won't be trying to write little notes for my speech coming up. I'm listening to this. But, like, I feel like my everyday life is, like, I'm constantly putting out content. I'm motivating and things like that. Actually, the thing is, uh, these people, exactly like you're saying, they were saying, like, man, I see you're doing your thing, but never liked the video. Like, I don't see no comments and things like that. But the funny thing is the people that actually do support me, they inbox me. Because like, I guess hmm. you're doing so many good things and they know like as I strive for success, you know, the natural adverse is going to come. But that's like my everyday life now. It's like a complete new world. Yeah, man, because you win. People don't know what to do until you tell them. Until you do your next move, Yo, people who fake and they harvest don't even, they paralyzed. 
until you come up with your new business plan. Until you come up with your new product, they ain't even got one. <laughs> That's it. it is, right? Until you come up with your next good idea, they wait. They, they mad at you right now. What's taking him so long? Tell me what to do. <laughs> they, they mad. They mad right now, right? Dead serious. Dead serious. So appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. All right. The number two people. The number two people who think they your competition are the doggone folks that got the same profession as you. Who they can't stand you. Preachers don't like preachers. Motivational speakers don't like motivational speakers. Don't fool me now. Don't fool me. You know I'm telling the truth. Some of y'all put our law, you've been putting out content, and only the self-confident don't matter if law is doing well. That ain't bothering me. I'm grateful he's doing well. Type people are going to like your videos, go to your website. And that's like three of them. The rest of them done trained with you. Spent the same money you spent. Got the same certifications you got and refuse to be on your podcast. Won't, won't even like your status. Come on. You let me loose, Tiffany. You let me loose. Okay? The people who think they're in competition with you, secondly, are the folks that got the same thing. If you're a coach, they're a coach. For some reason, that's this fake competition that's real. It's real. Oh, you a business partner? Now, all of a sudden, you don't like Tempest because she's a business partner. I ain't lying. I ain't lying. I'm putting my weight on it. I'm not lying. I'm not. Oh, you a black woman in business? Black women don't mess with you. Come on now. Come on. Am I lying? <laughs> okay. Got, got two heads up. Let's go with Law and Chris again. <laughs> But why, I know it's not my job to even ask that question, but I never understood why people actually do that. I'm like everyone's cheerleader. If I see someone doing good, I don't even care if I know you. If I saw you on TV and I knew where you came from, I'm always like, yeah, get it, get it, get it. So I just, I don't get it, why? Scarcity is a disease. Scarcity is a disease. When you believe in scarcity, when you don't believe in abundance, and what is abundance? More than enough for everybody. When you believe in scarcity, ain't no way in hell I'm gonna like lost status. Cause if I like his, I take from me. It's just not gonna happen. You have an abundant mindset, law. They have a scarcity mindset. Feel say right on. Yeah, there's more scarcity than... is a disease. Say it again, Law. I said there's more than enough for everyone out here. Period. Period. Right. In fact, I would since Phil just said right on, he reminded me of a book that we both enjoy thoroughly <laughs> called Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. And it's laid out. I mean, it just, I recommend all of you get that book. You don't have to be religious. It's just a fantastic book that will stretch your mind. As a matter of fact, if you can, before I get to Chris, if you want to talk about that book, if you're available to or, or something, I'll add to that because you understand abundance and what abundance is. So if you got time, you can unmute your mic and we'll definitely let you 
talk right there and teach us young folk about abundance. Chris, while he's getting ready, you can go ahead and go. One thing that I feel like, uh, this is my own personal opinion, is, is a combination of insecurities. Uh, but one thing that I flip around, like, I kind of used to think like that, but I'm way past that. Now, more than anything, I find ways where I can kind of collaborate or build something together. Because uh, doing photography and videography, that's just a piece of what I do. You know, I met a lot of other different photographers. Like, if I post something, they, they feel, you know, I guess, you know, that heat. But now I've flipped it around, and now I'm collaborating with more photographers. And they're like, they, and now it's like, can, hey, can we collab on something? Because in the beginning, it's like they feared. And then they see me working together with a lot more than just one photographer. And they're like, maybe I should have never thought like that. And they see the bigger That's picture. That's right, man. That's right. That's spot on, man. That's spot on. And you should be working with others. That's spot on, bro. Appreciate you. Spot on. And you're young enough to get that. Well, old enough to get that. Young enough. You got it before I did. Good job. Phil? Yes. Uh, Neil Donald Walsh has been an amazing impact on my life and the way I live and the way I think. His newest book is called The Essential Path making the daring decisions to be who you truly are and that's his new book just came out in june of this year and very thin book but the one book i recommend is what god said it takes all of his writings and he's written like eight books and distilled it down to this book then on top of that he distilled that down to a thousand words so he's taken his message and distilled it to a thousand words and let me go through them real quick i'm not going to do all thousand words but let me give you the highlights of what it is. Uh, Take your time. First of all, he quote. First of all, he co- quotes George Bernard Shaw, who's one of my favorite guys. Is he says all great truths begin as blasphemies. All wow. great truths begin as blasphemies. Wow. Then the thousand words he's. Oh, so true. Yeah. And then the thousand words, he's, he's distilled his, all of his messages down to a thousand words. I'm just going to give you the highlights of it. Number one, we are all one. The same spirit that's in you is the same spirit that's in me. What I do to you, I do to me. That's me saying that. That wasn't him. There's enough. There's nothing you have to do. God talks to everyone all the time. There are three basic principles of life, functionality, adaptability, and sustainability. There is no such thing as right or wrong. Everything happens ultimately benefits you. No one does anything inappropriate given the model of their words. There is no such place as hell. Death does not exist, a process of re-identification. There is only the here and now. Love is all there is. Tool creations, thought, words, and actions. Your life has nothing to do with you. It, has, it is about everyone whose life you touch and how you touch it. The purpose of your life is to recreate yourself anew. The moment you declare anything, everything unlike it will come into the space. There is no such thing as absolute truth. Ten illusions of humans. I'm not going to read all 10 of them, but that's no one point. Honesty, three core concepts of holistic living are honesty, awareness, and responsibility. He talks about the be, do, have paradigm, and I have give, think, be, do, have, and give. 
feel, think, Boom. be, do, have, and give. The three levels of awareness are hope, faith, and knowing. There are five fallacies about God. And then, where my, my pages are getting messed up here. There are five fallacies about life. You are being terrorized by your beliefs. Then he has five steps to peace. And last, let there be a new gospel for all people on earth. We are all one. Ours is not a better way. Ours is merely another way. Mm. 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 Too easy to quote. Thank you, Phil. Appreciate you. That last one. Here to help. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That last one. Law, your eyebrows is working it today. Wait a minute. I just looked over there at you. Hold on. You done messed up my whole thing I was about to say right now. Man, they better than mine, and I know mine on point. I know that. I know that. Yeah, I got that. I got that. <laughs> yeah. well, you, you know what? See, I got to take Phil's advice. Your eyebrows are just a different way, you know? Not a better way. It's just a different way, you know? <laughs> All right. The number one people. Y'all know I'm silly. The number one people. And they're grouped. There's two people types, but they're grouped into one. People who think they're smarter than you or people who are older than you. They always think that they are in competition with you. Always. And if you're not careful, you're in competition with them. There is a, there is a, there's a biblical example I like to give here. Now, not, not to bring up the Bible, but I, I typically deal with this in church circles. So I had to find out a biblical way to say it. I have, well, excuse me. Let me say it the way I really want to say it a lot. I had to find out how to shut down people with their own Bible that's coming at me wrong. Okay, that, that's what I really want to tell you. All right, that's what I really want to tell you. But let's deal with the older one first. We have an issue. I'm not sure if you, you're all going to immediately accept this, but we all know it because we all go through it. Classism is a problem, you know, you know, we're upper class, we're middle class. Oh, what's your, no, financial aid's that way when no one goes there, poor person. You know, we, we got that little problem going on, right? But it's not often. Not for, not for middle class Americans, right? It's not often. It's this ageism thing. You young folk don't know what y'all talking about. You old folk are irrelevant. Come on, y'all, it happens. It's, it's in a race. We argue more in a race amongst the generations. And, and, and this, it doesn't matter the race. Generations don't necessarily support or like generations. I know woke black folks that won't buy from young black folks. Oh, I just said a whole lot right there. It's serious. It's serious. That generational thing is is, is is powerful. Let me let Chris talk, and then I'll come back with with the other side of that. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, you know, these things like um, I read a lot, go to different workshops and constantly learning, but that is one of the biggest obstacles that I face. It's like I yeah, it is. Tell all the great advice, the same advice that an expert or someone their age would say, but because of, of my age, I'll be like, what you know about that? Or, why are you too young for that? Mm-hmm. 
and they can see all the past degrees of success, podcasts, and all that, and they will still just go like, well, I'm going to need someone with more experience. I'm like, I've done all the work. I've done all the homework. Like, that's one biggest obstacle I face now, even right now, as I continue to grow. Would you like an answer to that? Do this. I have a, now, now you got to have my personality type to do this. Rebecca go like this one, you know, but I'm confrontational, y'all, okay? Now, I don't go find confrontation, but I have, I hit conflict head on because I ain't running and I ain't losing no sleep at night. You got a problem with me? Tell me about it. Get that crap off your chest. Let's go get some cheese crackers and call it a day, okay? <clears throat> but we ain't leaving the workplace upset. That ain't how I run. Chris, I'm, I'm always in those because I'm young. I'm, 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 I'm self-assured, so I'm arrogant is what they'll say, or cocky, right? And then, and then I have the audacity to be, and my problem is threefold. I'm confident, eloquent with words, and educated. Oh, they don't like that. Oh, that really, really burns them up. That really burns them up, okay? Really burns them up. Yeah. So I face a different... No, go ahead. Go ahead. That is one of the biggest things that I'm going to be completely transparent because I know you that too. When it comes to speaking or like talking like that, especially people from the hood, well, that takes them off. Like, I'm pretty it does. <laughs> like, oh, you think you're... It and does. I, and I can be like, I don't, I don't think I'm better than you at all. Just because I just put the work out to get a degree, but in their mind, that's what they think sometimes. Well, yeah, it's cause they, that's because they highlight their insecurities. That's all there. But you know that already. You know that already. Here's my response. <laughs> Lord, just read Law Chat. <laughs> he told me about that too. <laughs> my here's my response, and Tempest hates. Well, not hates. She just goes, oh, Tony, don't do it. Please keep keep your sword in the sheath or whatever it's called. I can't remember what it's called, right? Yeah. Just, just keep it, see? It's sheath. Just keep it in there because I'll chop your head off real quick on the business level. Oh, I'm young. You show, You know what, Jerome? You're right. Let me ask you a question, Jerome. Tell me all the problems we have. I mean, Jerome, this is, right? Check this out. Jerome tells me all those problems. He gets to talk it. Because he's smart. All that good stuff. He gets the yappity yapping talking. Because he's older than me and he know better, Chris. Right? He older than me, he know better. And I say, all right, Jerome, I don't agree. I don't disagree with none of that. But I just got here. So clearly that's your fault. <laughs> I'm too young to have created those problems. I ain't lying. I do it all the time. I do it all the time. I do I do it all the time. Every time because I'm always man, I'm telling you, I'm always in some leadership position. I I haven't been in no not leadership leadership position. It's all of two thousands I've been leading somebody. Okay? Some like like officially. I since two thousand two I've been in charge of the United States Army. I've been leading at some point. And I've always had and I was I was I was twenty. E5 going to war with 40 year old private. I'm a 20 year old E5. That is a major issue. Jerome knows it. 
That's a major issue, okay? I'm a 20-year-old E5. I got 40-year-old P1s, P2s that's trying to come at me about how we going to handle this out here in the desert with these big old camel spiders. Ain't nobody got time to be listening to you right now. What we going to do, private, is I'm going to lock you up in parade rest, Okay. And I'm gonna tell you what's about to happen, but but that's a whole different story. That's just for my veterans out there that understand what I'm talking about. Okay, just for my veterans. But <laughs> the other shit is like, yeah, yeah, right, right, okay. But I have to let people know you are right. We got all these problems with your expert self, but you created those problems, not me. See, that, not me. That right there reminds me straight up like of Gary Vee. People are afraid to take accountability for their own actions because yeah, man, yeah. it's not your fault. It's theirs. Well, here's another one that I do. It's the same thing. I'm a millennial. Timbers is a millennial. You know, you millennials is such and such and such. But you raised me though. You can't forget that. Like, you raised me. Like, let's just stop real quick. I didn't just I didn't just hatch out here, right? I didn't just come out here this way. You nurtured me for 18 years. <laughs> you told me we are the world. You had me single Michael Jackson in the whole compilation. You had me doing all that. I watched Jason's lyric. You, you did all that stuff, right? <laughs> I'm showing my culture right now. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, you get the point. Now, so we have this ageism. So thank you, Chris. We got this ageism stuff that's a problem. It's a major, major, major problem. But it gets worse when people think they're smarter than you. Now, I'm going to talk to you leaders this time. Just because you're a leader doesn't mean you're smarter. You know what I'm saying? I need you to get that in the ATS Business University right now, there are people out degreed than me, out experienced than me, out everything than me. Please know this. As smart as I may be, I am not smart when it comes to your genius. Come on, I'm talking now. If I stand next to when you official water, I ain't no good. That's where you at. And I'll lose y'all if I don't listen to y'all. That's the deal. So you, you got to recognize that in, in the, in, there's a perfect, in Bureau of Dominant Speakers right now, I'm really good at speaking. I can do it very well. I am insanely educated at scholastic speaking, speech debate, blah, blah, blah. There are two, Phil and Susan, namely, that are better than me in organizational speaking. They can run a bureau better than Tempest and I. I mean, hear me now. So this is real talk. And Tempest and I am solidifying. Like it's going to be come October. Look at all that. All that with an L, like A L L L A T, all that, okay? Because that's their genius. Do you get what I'm saying? And to not listen to them is to lose them. 
You just got to be man enough or woman enough to accept that Phil and Susan get to be smarter than you in the area. You just got to deal with that. Just, you know, drink some vodka, take a dump, do whatever you got to do. do. Whatever makes you relax. Do what makes you relax and then say, you know what? Phil and Susan smarter than me over here. Daryl smarter than me over here. Go ahead, handle that. And if you can't do that, you don't deserve to be a CEO. You don't deserve your check. Last thing I'll say, and then I'm done, Ted. I need one of y'all. Grace, can you share your calculator on screen? Here's my number one secret how I lap people. It's just math. Would y'all like to know how I lap people with math? You, you don't even have to understand the math. You don't have to understand the math. You just have to know that math will do it for you. No, just get, just get right here. Oh, you did it? You did it? All right. Here we go. Y'all work 40 hours a week. That's cute. That's real cute. That's real. That's cute. That's good. That's good. That's cute. Now, that's eight hours a day. You ain't got to put that in there. I'm just, just you know, that, that's real cute. That's cute. That's real cute. Now, check this out. Chris Holmes, if you there, boy, you might want to listen to this here. I work 16-hour days. Sometimes 20. Half the time, 20. Now, I'm not talking about being a workaholic. I'm talking about... Uh, unshave your screen real quick, Grace. I want them to see my face. See my unshaven face. Because I needed to shave two weeks ago. And I just say, look, I'm like Tempest. I ain't feel like doing this here for 10 minutes. Uh, anyway, she got to do it for 10 hours. But you get it. Not here, though. With a half. Not here. She ain't, she ain't got this problem. She got that thick half problem up there. She got all her edges. All right. Anyway. That's a guess my culture again. <laughs> now, I want you to hear me when I say this. I'm not preaching work your butt off. I'm not. I am preaching work your butt off. Now, give up everything so you can enjoy everything without having to work. That I am talking about. I am. I, I just am. I, I just am. Daryl going to run one side. Phil and Susan going to run the other side. Me and Tempest going to be support and stuff, and brains and all the other stuff. We're going to go drink my ties and tahini. You understand? I ain't see, I can't, I ain't, I ain't see it in the chat. What she wrote. <laughs> yeah, read it to me. Read on the mic for me. For the audience. Antonio, your classes make me look like a genius. I just put someone in place today because I could quote the statistics you presented in class yesterday. They wrote back and apologized for trying to correct me and tell me my approach was wrong. Oh, I'm a data guy. Ah, yes. Made me feel good. They had to apologize. I'm sorry, Payne. <laughs> and I got to write back. <laughs> what you said is the way it used to be. But that's not the huh. way it is now. Here, the latest statistics are, and I'm going, yeah, I take Antonio T. Smith class. You know that's right. I got I know that's right. See, that? that's the people that's smarter than you. She had, they had something to say. They tried to they show you up. Oh, no. Got to get up early. For me, I'm up at 345. You better get up earlier than 3 o'clock in the morning if, if you're going to beat me. <laughs> Yeah, she up at 3.45 on a Tuesday working on her craft with us. 
So she's six hours behind us. And somebody had the nerve to correct somebody that wake up at 345 working on their dream. Child boo, you can't beat nobody waking up at 345 on their dream. That's impossible. You can't do that. The universe won't have it. It just won't have it. <laughs> it just won't have it. The universe will be like, oh, this child woke up at 345. Whatever you say, it's wrong. Period. I'm going to bless her because she's sleepy and still paying attention. Get these blessings. This is the way it's going to work. You can't beat nobody working on their dreams at 3.45 in the morning. I, I dare you to find somebody that continuously work on their dreams at 3.45 in the morning, okay? <laughs> Phil, Susan, Daryl, boom, geniuses. Tempest and I have the confidence to let them be geniuses without getting in their way. Receive that. Now, Grace, share your screen again. This is what I do. You work 40 hours a week. Grace, can we get... 40 times 52. In one year, you would work 2,080 hours. That's what that is right there, okay? 40-hour work week times 52 weeks puts you at 2,080 hours. Someone write this in chat for me so I can put it in the show notes. Write this in chat. 40-hour work week equals 2,080 hours. Last thing I'm going to do, and then I'm done. Do y'all receive that information? It's just a little small information. It's not too bad. Now, you can delete that Grace's whack. Now, when you have that, that also means, Grace, can you give me 40 hours time? We don't have to do the math, but we're going to do it just for illustration purposes or visual purposes, times three months. Yeah, we, yeah, we know it's four times three, which is 120, right? But, you know, we're just doing it for ceremonial purposes. Now, now that you got this math, in three months, you all work 120 hours. Okay, that's cute. Good job. Grace, I work on average. Let's just stick with 16 hours. Let's not do 24. I mean, the, the 20 hours that I actually do. Let's just do the 16, okay? I get a full eight hours of sleep or Netflix time or whatever it is. My people know that is a lot, okay? But we're just going to do – we just don't – let's just – we're just going to do 16, okay? That's all we're going to do. We're going to do 16. Now, watch this, y'all. 16 times 52, Grace. Now, I'm sorry. My bad. 16 times 7 is what I meant to say. Now times 52. <laughs> 5,824 hours on my craft. Not on my slave master's job for me. On my craft. I'm on my Pam Norris. I'm up at 345 working on me. Okay? Now, listen, that was confusing. Somebody write down 16 hours a day equals 5,824. Put that in the chat or whatever you want to put it in. Now, that'll make sense. Like, well, where are you going? All right, I'm glad you asked. We now know three months in your work schedule is 120 hours. Grace, I want you to take 120, and I want you to, I'm sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad. Take 16 times 7. Now I want you to take, y'all pay attention, take 120. You see, this is already a problem. Do you see this is already a problem? 120. Divided by 112. I'm sorry. 
112 divided by 120. I've been doing that since the third grade. Yeah, I need you to pay attention to something. I need you to delete it off. It's too confused. I'm going to put it in play niggas for that. It takes you three months to get to 120 hours. Yes? Watch this here. Grace, do 16 times 7 again from Y'all, y'all, I need y'all, somebody, uh, just, just stop your whole screen, Grace. They need to see my face for visual purposes. In one and a half weeks, in 11 days, I outlap your three months. Hold on, because I think I did some math wrong. Y'all did 40 hours times three uh, months, but that's not right. My bad. And one and a half months is what it is. But go ahead, man. Let's do, let's do it right. Do the math right. Walk us through the math, Tempest. Walk us through. No, no. I'm just telling you that the math that you did is wrong. Said, no, no. Keep me out the math. Keep me out the math. So we need to do I forgot. We did it on a 40-hour work week. Uh, we did. But that's, a, that's 40 hours. Who's that talking? Go ahead. Go ahead, whoever that is. It's Rebecca. Go ahead, Rebecca. Work it out for us. Work it out it's, for us. It's 40 hours a week. How yeah. many weeks in three months? That's there you go. So we got 12 weeks in three months. There you go. So give us that. Boom, 480. That's now, a that's a little better. But watch it. How long did it take me to get to 480? 480. Excuse my vernacular. Excuse my, excuse my vernacular. I got a master's. Okay, I need to say 480. There we go. All right, I need to say, I need to talk like that. Dr. Ben Blackwell would not appreciate that. Takes me four weeks to do what it took you to do in three months. All right, I'll show you three. Every one of my months is three of your months. This is why we got to come back and say, man, how they got, what is, they didn't, yeah, 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 we did. Yes, yes. That means every one year for you. What is that? What's the what's the probability ratio? Of that what's the one to three would be. Our math teachers doing the work over there. Uh, seven. Seventeen. What you said on the mic. But you saying one to three is something over seventeen. How many years do they do in one year? Do I do in one year? Okay, because that's weeks, right? One to three, and one month to three months. Oh, four, 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 four months. Right, right. So when Antonio does. For the work we do in three months, he gets done in one month. That means the work we do in 12 months, he gets done in four months. And that's on my craft. I ain't got no employees. I write checks. Tempest. That's on my craft. I'm not telling you that you can do that now, but I am saying that if you work eight to five, what are you doing from to 12. 
That's fair. You still got eight hours of sleep. Unless you're a woman and you got to, you know, two hours early. That's what Tempest teaches me. You got to do it like two hours early. You know, you got to lay that hat out the right way. You understand? I do. I do get it. Some men too. Some men too. But y'all get the point? The point is, I lack you just by math. And remember, I'm only working on me, not who owns me. That should have been inspiration to somebody. I only work on my company, my gifts, my talents, my friends. I do not work for nobody else. I don't. And I do it at 16 hours. I get up, teach myself a language, blah, blah, blah. You can learn that in a different time. But that's the truth. Tempest, I'm now done. Okay. Any final questions or comments from our live audience? Going once, going twice. All right. Well, thank you all. So I forgot to do something, Tempest. If we can get Darrell to say something, he has an important announcement. I was going to do it at the at the end, but he's here now. He was Darrell was training. There's a question in chat. But isn't it true that you also work from a plan? Is that a- plans? That's a plans. It's almost business plans. Plans. <laughs> what kind of plan, Adonia? I'm not. I'm not. Not sure that that question until I. Where's she at? Can you hear me? Yes. Can hear okay, you. Sorry, I had to step outside. I got chicken on the grill but anyway but anyway but but my but my question is where i'm challenged and i think a lot of us are we're random we do stuff but there's no method to the madness so i believe just by looking and thinking and watching what you guys do is strategic you're really good at today i'm doing these five or six things and i think that's where some of us probably could use some assistance. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Every day, we, what we attempt to do around here is we accomplish four major tasks. In the morning, we'll be back here. Deanna and Grace will be doing a major task in the morning as far as behind the camera and in, in our TV studio. Can't really tell you the details unless you get you a ticket for October, right? But but they're going to do that. And then they also know that they owe me podcasts, applications, just so much stuff. And we accomplished four major tasks a day. Not tasks, super major tasks that if we got this done, it would have changed the trajectory of the company. That's what we do. So we all, we absolutely work from a plan. I would suggest to all of you, just try to knock out four major uh, defining moments. Tomorrow, what would be a defining moment for your day? No, 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 for your life. Not for your day, because I could be like doing laundry, because Tempest just did her laundry. For your life, what would be your defining moments for them 
and go do those things. Go do those things. For me and Tempest, all last month, we worked out a paid, I don't know, a we worked out making sure Phil and Susan would be taken care of in the Bureau of Dominant Speakers alone. We worked a whole month on that. You get it? But that was but every day we had to tackle it. Every day we had to tackle it. Every day we had to tackle it. So please, you know, you want you might want to do something like that. Which is a good jumping point for you, Daryl. What are those major announcements we were talking about? Major announcements? Do I know I mean, about what, what you talking about? Do you know about it? You the president of sales and marketing. Of course you know. So, about it. Uh, <laughs> are you talking about the, the, how what you text me? You wanted me to get them ready. You can go ahead oh, and get okay, them ready all right, now. All right. All right. I okay. thought you, I'm glad I asked because I didn't want to jump in and say something I should have said. But anyway, okay. how's everyone doing? You know, sorry I missed the call. I was on a call doing some training around the compensation plan and getting everyone ready to come, uh, at least these leaders ready to bring their people on board and understanding what they need to do. And what I asked Antonio to do for me was to gather the, the I wouldn't say remaining, but the people who are ready to move forward in the network in terms of becoming a marketing consultant is to uh, uh, prepare them. We're starting to put names in to the preparing to put names into the software and get people positioned. And so this may not mean a lot to you, but just take it for what it sounds like. And so the beginning of our compensation plan, we're doing what's called a matrix. And that's a three by seven matrix. That means we're going to go three wide and seven deep. And we're doing that in the beginning. And then after we reach a certain amount of distributors um, and in our customers, then we're going to go linear. So we'll move the compensation plan to a unit level. Now, why are we doing that? It's because we, quite frankly, want to leverage the people who want to come in now and take advantage of, for example, my position doesn't require me to recruit. But I do recruit. Now, I shouldn't say it doesn't require me to recruit. It doesn't require me to put them under me because everybody's under me. So what that means is when I recruit someone, it goes under someone else. And then everyone above you that's in this matrix, that volume or those people go under you. So the advantage is to come in in the beginning so that you get what's called spillover. And this is true, true spillover because we're not doing it forever. We're only doing it for a period of time to leverage you in and give you a great position to come into the company and so that you can launch your business that way. So it's, a, it's really unique. I don't like a matrix to run more than six months or so or four levels deep just because it requires that if you are not working, then I have to do a compression. So no one gets to sit into the matrix and do nothing. You know, oh, I got this great position, and so I'm just going to sit here and make money. No, we'll compress you out if you're not doing anything. 
the challenge with that is that we don't have uh, requirements. We don't have volume requirements. And so we have to really look at people more seriously wanting to be in the company. If you're just looking at it as a way to make some extra money, this compre- I mean, this this matrix piece is not for you. It really isn't. It's not going to benefit you because if you sit there doing nothing, you'll be compressed out and you'll lose position altogether. So basically, we're just I'm just looking for everyone who's ready to move. And if you are, please uh, either inbox me on Facebook, let me know, then I'll tell you what the requirements are to move forward, and then we'll start positioning you in a really nice position. All the positions will be great, um, but it will give you an opportunity to, uh, to do really, really well and I'm not going to talk about what you will do because that a lot of that's going to depend on you, but you will be in a position where you will get spillover and you will get an opportunity to do well. So um, if you know already right now, it would be interesting to see your hands. If you know right now you're ready to go, that would be nice. I'm going to scroll through and see if I see anybody's ready. Okay. Well, there's plenty of hands up. Everybody got the camera on, got their hands up. All right. About. Inbox me. In fact, uh, what I'll probably do, probably the best thing, do we have anything scheduled tomorrow night? No, sir. Okay. So if you guys would, just inbox me, make sure I have your email address, and then I'm going to schedule a Zoom call for tomorrow, and I'll go over everything uh, all at once, tell you what you need to do, and so – we can handle it like that. Is that all right? Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Well, congrats. Hey, Phil had his hand up, too. Well, good job. Appreciate y'all. Tempest, won't you close us out in your very lovely, dimple way? Thank y'all for dealing with us. Rebecca, always good to see you. Chris Holmes, thank you for your feedback. And Adonia, Phil, Susan, and Jerome for your thumbs up. Tempest? Bye. Oh, and long too. Bye. All right. Well, then bye. (laughs) All right, everybody. (laughs) I want to talk to you about your goals and your dreams. What are you waiting for? You waiting for someone to dress you in success? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Life was meant to be about laughter, joy, and abundance. There's no shortage of money, and success is your moral obligation. But you're still in a thinking mode. Haven't quite worked your way to saying yes. It's time for you to work, grind. Your business needs you to move from a walk to a run. You have been praying for this opportunity. You've been waiting for owners who will look out for your best interest and send most of the money back into the field. Well, ATS is that company. This is what you have been praying for. So now it's on you. Will you care enough about your business to actually take all the freshman level classes? Will you care enough about your business to move towards the sophomore classes and beyond? Over here, we're giving away all the information that takes you to get the six and seven figures and beyond. Over here, we're not satisfied until 97% of our company is actually making money. We're not looking to get rich. We're looking to make you rich. And by default, we'll share an experience of that success with you. 
you will learn how to do all social media ads. Here, you will learn how to get on a sales call and convert energy into income. Here, you will learn how to code your own app for your business, set up your social media pages, and learn how to build million dollar sales funnels. And we will give all that information to every single person who wants it. If you want to quadruple your retirement, this is the place. If you want to bring a customer into the company and have the company do most of the work for you to keep them paying you every single month, this is the place. If you want to benefit from the company's success, this is the place. If you want a company to email your customers money-making tips every single day that keeps them loyal to your downline, this is the place. You and I both know the world and how we used to make money, it has changed. You and I both know that all the tactics that you used to use to produce good results, they don't work the way they once did. How many people do you know that have not adjusted to this information age and now they are out of business? Ask yourself, how much more time do you have to waste and be out of business. Here's my advice to you. Stop passing up on opportunities because you're afraid to take another loss. Fear is the enemy of wealth and comfort is the repellent of millions. Will you answer the call? Or will you just get excited and be like, wow, this is a great video and do nothing. The choice is yours. Let us celebrate your retirement. Let us celebrate your millions. Let us celebrate you and break you through the glass. This is ATS and this is your moment. am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire. Tomorrow. This is journalism that helps the world we live in. This is Mexit News.